Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another week of Cream in Your Coffee, hosted by yours truly, Katie. And of course, we're going to have Anna and Simone doing something in the background. I honestly, if anything, you're probably just going to hear them like panting. It's pretty freaking hot in here. And like they just went for a walk too. So like they are tired, but they're also spicy. So we'll definitely probably hear them hanging in the background. Now, before we dive too far into this week's episode, I would of course love to remind everyone that we here at Creaming Your Coffee are of course fueled by coffee over cardio. Now, <laughs> let me just put it this way. With things getting more exciting, things opening back up in Kingston this Friday, I definitely need my caffeine, but with it being so motherfucking hot out, I've definitely been working on those hydrates. Currently, I'm on the watermelon candy watermelon subscription for the hydrate um, water infuser I'm gonna call it you just pop a little bit in your water and it makes your water not taste like shit because if you're like me water tastes disgusting it tastes like whatever it's in and I'm really just not fucking having that so head on over to coffee over cardio or you can check us out cream in your coffee both cream and coffee of course but with the k.ca head on over to that mentioned products tab and hit the link for coffee over cardio there or if you check out their website make sure to use the code cream 10 to save all right so let's be fucking real here the first thing everyone fucking wants to know about is what happened with the walmart chair (laughs) So after talking to that lovely associate from Canpar a few weeks ago, when she told me, absolutely, someone will be there between Tuesday and Thursday, I will call you or text you. I will let you know, baby girl, don't you worry. You will not have to wait all week again. Don't worry. I will contact you and I will let you know when they are coming. And lo and behold, a whole goddamn week passed. And guess what was still sitting in my motherfucking living room? It was a plot twist, the accent motherfucking chair. So no one came to pick up the chair. That really fucking sucked. I was a little more than pissed off and, you know, I just kind of waited. And then all of a sudden, one day I opened my door to pick up some food that was left there for me. And what was on the door? What was on the door, everyone? It was a notice from Canpar saying that they had come that day to come and pick up the chair. Now, my first issue with this is that I was literally home all day because I'm a loser and I know that they did not buzz my apartment. So two, one of two things happened. One, the person came here and didn't actually buzz me because I didn't get a buzz and my buzzer works. Or two, the person came here and didn't buzz me because they didn't know it was an apartment building. So Canpar just fucked up, even though it says apartment five on the thing. Anyways, so I called Canpar and they said, hey, it looks like someone came to pick it up and they confirmed the address and blah, blah, blah. And they just made sure to put in that the buzzer number was actually on there because like it was, but clearly it was weird that I was sitting at home all day and you know, I didn't hear this buzzer even though they allegedly came to pick it up. I would also like to say that they didn't actually put a time of when they were here. So I was like curious to see if it was like the two seconds that I had left my house really early in the morning um, to like get coffee or something. I think it was literally before um, they were even open though. So like I made sure to do that and then I waited in my house all day even though it was nice out, whatever. Um, anyways, so the next day I'm like, okay, they said they were coming the next day. This was a Thursday. They said they were coming on the Friday to pick it up. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then it gets so nice outside. I'm like, fuck it. At this point, I'm literally just going to leave a note on the front door that says for them to buzz apartment five, because otherwise, if you knock on the front door, obviously I'm not going to know that you're here. 
when I tell you guys that I literally, literally had to run down the street to catch this man because I happened to see his truck outside, okay? There is absolutely no way this person buzzed my fucking apartment. So I'm running down the street. I finally catch him and this man takes the chair. So now we're just waiting on Walmart to issue me the refund once it hits the warehouse. And I'll definitely update you guys on that. But yeah, it took me quite a while to get rid of this goddamn chair, guys. But I'm happy I have my living room back. Minus a chair, obviously. But you know what? I'd rather have no chair and the space back than just a packed up chair that pisses me off every time I look at it. Now, the reason I missed recording last week is because I was actually supposed to go with my neighbor, Sean, um, to drop the chair off at Walmart, but then I just got so frustrated with waiting and everything that I turned into a little bitch because I'm an asshole like that. I just had super high anxiety um, about bringing the chair back, and I also had my first vaccine appointment that day, so I was just anxious about everything. Now, yes, I went, and um, obviously, so I wasn't able to bring the chair back that day, but the guy came the next day. Um, or sorry, two days after that and finally picked it up. So that's good. Uh, but I did go to my first vaccine appointment and I'm not going to lie to you guys. It made my arms super fucking heavy and I was extremely tired for probably a day after. Um, the day after that though, like the second day after I went into work perfectly fine and I had no symptoms or anything like that. So I didn't feel any weird symptoms from the vaccination round one. And I believe from what I recall, I do have the paperwork somewhere, but I was given the Pfizer one. So I personally didn't find any issues with it. My arm did feel extremely heavy after um, waiting a bit. Now, one thing I will say is because my vaccine was done at one of our like centers here, it wasn't like you went into like a pharmacy or anything like that. It was quite a long process to get this vaccine. So my appointment was at 6.55 p.m. I got there five minutes before my appointment because I like to be punctual and I figured there would probably also be some sort of lineup um, situation. So I got there five minutes earlier than my actual appointment, got in and was there until 7.48 p.m. So if you are in Kingston or any larger city and you are expecting to go in and get the vaccine quickly and leave and go about your day normally, do not expect to do so because obviously they're just pumping them out like a factory and it's going to take a bit of time. It was actually pretty interesting. So in Kingston, it was at the Invista Center. Um, you went in, uh, I ended up waiting in line the waiting part was the longest part, honestly. Um, and then they set you up in these rows, they sit you down and the doctors, nurses, whomever was giving it to people, depending on where you were sitting, would move from the back of the row and then just move all the way up, vaccinate a whole line of people. And then they would make you 15, wait 15 minutes to see if you had any adverse like reactions to the vaccine. And then they would tell you what time you were able to go. If you didn't already have a second appointment set up as well, they would help you with that. Um, but I already had mine set up for September 21st, I believe. So I did not have to go through that situation, but they obviously told you, um, you know, risks and all that fun stuff about things that could happen after getting the vaccine and, um, the 15 minute wait after getting it was just to make sure you didn't get like really dizzy or pass out or anything like that. Because obviously if the city's going to go ahead and tell you to come and, and take a vaccine and then not make you wait and then you leave and like let's say someone got in an accident right after like that I feel like there would be a lawsuit or something towards you know the city or the vaccination people I don't fucking know someone would get in shit for that so you wait 15 minutes they tell you the time you're allowed to leave they write it on your paper and then you are good to go I would say probably about two minutes after getting the vaccine my arm hurt like a motherfucker but I didn't want to look like a little bitch. So I just started like massaging my arm um, a little bit. Now having a heavy arm after like a big shot like that does typically happen to me. Like when I get my birth control shot, the Depavera, 
Depavera, I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but when I get my birth control shot every three months, it's a bit of a thicker and heavier shot as well. So it does make my arm feel pretty nasty if I don't um, move it around or work it out. I've fallen asleep after getting my birth control shot and like on the arm and I didn't move it at all. And that's when it was really bad. So I figured I would be pretty used to how this would feel, but holy balls, it was pretty bad, pretty fast. And then it did go away. Um, my side was still hurting because I remember I ripped my right side, the muscle in my side. Um, so I got the shot on the left side just so that the little bit of an ache that I had on the right side wasn't amplified by that. And I ended up having to take a leave again just because both sides of my body were hurting. But after that first day after the vaccine, I was back to perfectly normal. So I do understand that some people get adverse reactions from it. And obviously, we don't know any long-term effects that may arise from this. But I'm going to bite the bullet and, you know, cross that bridge when I get there because, well, first of all, it's already done. And second of all, like I said to you guys before, never will I ever want to feel what COVID felt like again because it was fucking horrible. So I would rather get a heavy arm and possible like flu-y symptoms for a little bit and then have less risk of getting COVID later than getting COVID again because it sucked. So yeah, um, yeah, I figured I would just update you guys on how the vaccination went because I know everyone reacts differently to everything. So that is how it went for me. Now, I also realized that I told you guys I bought a book a bit ago and I actually never like started it when I said I was going to, but I did start it and I finished it and it actually turned out to be pretty good. So kudos to the people that choose the books at Shoppers, I guess, because it was like a staff pick or whatever. Um, I believe it was called The Girls Are All So Nice Here and I'm not going to lie, I don't have it in front of me, so I do not know who the author was, but I will check that by the end of this segment for you. Um, yeah, surprisingly a good read. It made me want to kind of pick it up and keep going. Um, that being said, though, like, I don't want to be a dick about books because I haven't picked up a book in a while, but like, this is just my honest opinion. It was very like, could have been better, you know? <laughs> that's so shitty of me like here I am have I written a book I mean like yes but like <laughs> nothing you guys need to know about it's fine um but, but like <sighs> there were little things that were added into this book that just didn't seem necessary at the end if you've read this book let me know and we can talk about it I don't want to spoil anything but like there were little things like little points added into this that like weren't necessary um but it was still a good read like it definitely kept me wanting to figure out what was happening next kept me captivated so that's really all that you can ask for in a book but that being said compared to the books that I've read in the past that really had me like turning the pages like it was a page turner it was not as good as those I will say that the plot twist at the end was very interesting so I am happy with that but um I would still recommend it but I wouldn't give it like a 10 out of 10 by any means considering it's the first book that I've actually picked up and read in quite a few years I'm not gonna knock it you know <laughs> Um, so if you do see it at Shoppers Drug Mart or anywhere, if you see it online, anything like that, um, I would recommend picking it up. Or if you'd like to borrow it and you're in the Kingston area, fucking let me know because I'm done it. So I don't really, I don't need it at the moment. But I did see one of my girlfriends was reading it as well on one of her stories and I said it was good. So hopefully if she likes it, then I would say it was a good recommendation if two people enjoy it. But yeah, if you're in Kingston and you want to give this book a try, just let me know. Um, give me one moment here. I'm going to find the author for you as well. So you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Alrighty, it's called The Girls Are All So Nice Here. And it's written by Lori Elizabeth Flynn. Would definitely recommend. Let me see here. Best-selling author of The Girls from Widow Hills, Megan Miranda, says, I couldn't stop reading until the shocking final twist. 
What a great little tidbit review there. Wouldn't you read it after reading that, guys? Like I said, go out and get yourself a copy. Alrighty, I actually have a couple fun, exciting things to talk to you guys about. Just kidding, they're not really fun and exciting. Um, my stupidity and things that have happened to me this week. That's what we're going to talk about this week because I just have not had the brain power to put effort into <laughs> researching shit. Not going to lie. A couple things came up and I was like, well, that would be very interesting to talk about. And then I looked it up and took no notes on it and then forgot about it. And now here we are. So, Yeah deal with it. Um, so the first thing I found out I was having a phone issue. It was really, really weird. And then I thought, started thinking, is that why Canpar wasn't calling me? But like, I was still getting calls from other people the day before this happened. I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys are with Kudo, you tell me if you were having any phone issues over the last little bit, because my friend and neighbor, Sean tried calling me a few times and he literally texted me and he's like, your phone is off the hook. Like, it what and I'm like how is my phone off the hook it's a cell phone every time anybody called me I got a couple people to call me it went straight to a busy signal not even my voicemail it went to a busy signal which is super weird because it should typically go to the voicemail um or it would go to like a, a call waiting right like you would have um a call on the other line like that wasn't even showing up it was like I even called on Sean's phone and it was an immediate call right too busy. Um, so that was not fun for a little bit. Other than that though, it seemed to be going all right. Like I could still call out. Um, I could still send texts and iMessages even when I wasn't home. Cause at first I was thinking, Oh, it's because I'm in the Wi-Fi, but it, it was even when I was out and about. So clearly I wasn't having any issues, especially cause I could still call other people. Um, but it was like also impossible to get in contact with Kudo to get it figured out. But Later that night when I went to go see uh, my boyfriend, I got him to call me and it was fixed. So I don't know. Maybe my boyfriend just needed to call me and that was the problem. But <laughs> it was also after midnight by the time I saw him too. So that could have been why. I don't I don't know. But yeah, I had a few people call me and say the same thing. So um, if anyone tried to call me last week and it went to a busy signal, I'm sorry. And I really don't know what the problem was. Um, if you work for a phone company or a kudo, please advise me on what you think that possibly could have been because that was one of the weirdest things that has probably ever happened to me ever. Sorry, you guys can probably hear Anna biting her chew toy that's been broken. The squeaker is broken now from her biting it so much. You shitty girl. Um, I'm also really stoked for my hair. Um, so the humidity is kicking in. It is June. We're in a brand new month. Happy June, everybody. We missed the, <laughs> we missed the start of the month last week, uh, but super duper weird. When the heat rolls in, my hair gets frizzy. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not weird. That's an every, that's an all the time thing, especially when it's humid. Um, but yeah, my hair doesn't like to stay straight, obviously, when I straighten it. So I did the transition into my curly hair and I was super surprised and super happy with how it turned out. I was surprised that it was going to be cooperative, um, but I'm going to do a full month, full month of June without putting any heat on my hair. So no like straighteners no curlers no blow dryers so my boyfriend actually had not seen me with curly hair yet because I've been straightening it so often with the blonde in it with the money piece in the front it looks really cute with the straight hair and I was really enjoying it but the more the hotter it got and then also I would like fall asleep and girls and gentlemen but like you guys know what how it is when you go to sleep with straight hair and then you sweat on the back of your neck and then you wake up and you've got curly hair that you have to fix. So I didn't want to be putting that heat on it, even though, you know, sometimes when I straighten my hair, I don't straighten it 
or like have to straighten it again for another week which is awesome but as it gets hotter out and more humid I was definitely getting that like sweat patch on the back of my neck um, or my hair was just not cooperating so to make my life easier and to be nicer to my hair because all winter essentially I straightened it I have decided to do a full month with no heat okay so again that's no straighteners no curlers nothing like that I'm just gonna be like no blow dryer nothing let it do its natural thing. This is always fun too because I get to play with my hair um, and by that it can be really frustrating because you're letting it dry naturally but um, I get to you know condition it how I want like literally like treat it how I want it to to work and see how my curls work out with different products too. So this is a great time for me to really play around with it. Um, it does suck sometimes though when it doesn't dry or cooperate how you want it to and then you have to like the thing is I don't want to put any heat on it so I can't style it so I'm just gonna have to be really gentle with my hair and really hope that the serums and the conditioners and you know the masks and everything that I'm using like me and I'll let you guys know if I come across anything that I absolutely hate or I absolutely love you know since that's what we do on here is just talk about shit so yeah um so yeah if you guys have curly hair if anyone has curly hair out there and would like to advise me on some products to use like um, like curl keepers and stuff like that let me know um, and also I was just saying to my boyfriend too he has extremely curly hair and he's been wearing a hat because obviously he hasn't been able to get a haircut over the like quarantine time like the lockdown uh, so he's been wearing a hat he's like my hair just gets really frizzy I'm like there's products out there for shit like that man so I have to prove to him that there are because now he's seeing my hair curly and he's like bitch that's fucking still frizzy so he's not wrong but if you guys can help me prove that there are products that work, please advise me on what products I can use for my curly hair. Please and thank you. That was a really weird way to trail off on thank you, so I apologize for that. But you know what? I'm not going to change it because we just, <laughs> we do what we want to do here on Cream in Your Coffee, if you have not noticed yet. <laughs> um, anyways, yes. So moving on to fun things that have happened with me during the week work-related. <laughs> which hasn't been that much because obviously I've only been working the weekend day shifts. That's been exciting for me. I've been back at work the last two weekends. Um, brunch is back at Tommy's. Super exciting. We were only open for the nights for a bit there uh, because we didn't have enough staff to work after all the quarantine situation and all that jazz. Uh, but this past weekend and the weekend before, I got to go in and we had an 8.30 a.m. brunch start time just for takeout, obviously, um, and then into the night as well. Other than that, I mean, other than that, I've pretty much just been living my best life, trying to figure out what's going on and, you know, adapting because now we know that this Friday coming up, so in just a few days, patios will be opening in Kingston and in Ontario. So what that means for people patio-wise, everyone listen closely. The first thing you're going to want to remember is to not be an asshole to your servers, letting that one sink in. I love you guys. I love all of you. You know this, but you also know that I hate when people are dick bags. You can be a dick, but like, don't be a dick bag. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Um, just remember that I know you guys are excited to get out there. We've all seen these posts going around as well. You're excited to get out on the patios and drink and see your friends and have four people at a table. Don't bring five people and think we're going to let you do it. Don't get mad at us when we don't let you do it. I don't make the rules. Um, but, you know, you just got to chill out. Be excited in a respectful manner. Remember that all of us are rusty too. We haven't been at work in how long now. So, like, we're not going to be as quick as we usually are. Honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to function properly because I just don't know anymore. I'm literally like, 
how do I do my job? <laughs> Even going in for the takeout shift, like couple shifts that I had gone back in for, I was confused as to what I was doing with my life. But like aside from that, now I'm like, I feel like I'm conditioned for takeout. So it's going to take us just a couple extra seconds to do things, guys. And remember that obviously with COVID procedures still, it does take a couple extra minutes for things too. So be nice to your servers, be nice to the restaurant staff, be nice to retail workers as well, because stores are opening up to 15% capacity this week, um, this weekend, sorry. And, you know, hopefully everything goes well and we can progress into phase two quickly too. Um, so yes, what that's meaning for patios is that there's no indoor dining. I'm sorry, you're going to have to work without your air conditioning, potentially bring a little hand fan with you if you want to stay cool out there. Um, it means you can only have four people per table. You're definitely going to have to do your contact tracing. I'm going to tell you that. I just don't know yet if it's every single person at the table or just one person at the table. Um, either way, it's still only four people at a table. You're only with three other people maximum, so that shouldn't take you guys too long to do it. Um, and it's pre pretty simple. We've been, you know, gotten accustomed to this contact tracing in the past year that we've uh, done a little turnaround here so it's not anything new um, make sure your phones are charged people a lot of menus and a lot of resources are going to be on qr codes though so you're gonna go you're gonna go with people that are not mean to servers you're gonna be nice to your servers because you're all super duper nice people you're gonna be patient and kind you're gonna only bring maximum three other people with you and you're just gonna have a good time also, don't forget a mask, I guess, because you're going to need a mask to like go through the building to go to the bathroom. Bathrooms, of course, will have to be open. If restaurants are open, their bathroom needs to be accessible. Um, so the bathroom will be accessible at Tommy's if you're coming there, but you will, of course, have to wear a mask inside. And I'm going to assume it's going back to the OG um, co like COVID rules where it's only one person in the bathroom at a time. So be mindful of yourself and your drunken shenanigans and I just, I know I'm biased because I am a server, but like we are going to be stressed enough. Don't add to the stress by being dicks to servers. So I love you guys. I know you're all respectful and, and whatnot, but just remember, just remember that we're rusty too. That's all I can say. We're rusty and just be kind, be kind, be kind, rewind. <laughs> so that's exciting. Now that's exciting that we are opening on Friday and that's a little bit earlier than the 14th, which was the original uh, date for phase one in Kingston. The other exciting thing, <laughs> which I say sarcastically, I am an idiot. So I go into work last weekend. It's my first day back after like quarantining and all this, just all this stuff, right? So we're sitting and I'm doing my work here and I'm using a lot more sanitizer than normal because obviously I sanitize it like when I'm out and about doing errands, but I haven't been sanitizing in my house. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same as when I'm at work. I come into contact with someone as a takeout order. I clean my hands off. I come back in like to the back and I do stuff, sanitize. So much sanitization goes into working with the public right now, right? So sanitizing 24-7, that means that I need to then use a bit more moisturizer. I haven't used this moisturizer that I use at work in a while. I forgot it was a bit creamier than expected and I used a bit too much. So I'm wiping my hands with this moisturizer. I'm trying to get as much in as possible. And then an order comes up in the window and I just don't have time to keep rubbing this into my hands right so I take a paper towel and I just start like patting at my hands and I, I don't really think anything of it toss it out and go about my day later that night I get in the shower and I think weird <laughs> my hand feels naked and I look down and I'm, I'm gonna spoil it right now thank god it was not one of my more expensive rings I mean it was still over a hundred dollars but it wasn't one of the over a thousand dollars you know these are low, these are low, low balls, but I'm not trying to be like 
humble brag. You know, like that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying like it was one of my less expensive rings as opposed to one of the like diamond, beautiful, massive rings that I own and cherish. Um, still sucked that I lost a white gold and diamond ring, but I threw out the ring. It was a thumb ring and that's one of the fingers that is hardest to um, size for because one, your knuckle's not as prominent on those hands as they are on your other, you know, other fingers, like your index finger, ring finger, etc. Um, so it's harder to size for this because sometimes the ring can be quite large around the base of your finger after you get over that thumb knuckle, because uh, that is what essentially keeps the ring on. Um, so when my hand was probably cold from being in the air conditioning at work, which I'm not usually in, plus then I was like shriveled from the sanitizer and then the moisturizer just made the perfect lubricant that I did not notice for some reason myself pulling the ring off and tossing it in the trash. Because I guarantee you there is literally no other reason or other time of my day when I would have lost this ring. I know I had it on at the start of the day because I remember it being there and I caught my nose on it because it was a chevron ring. It had that point. Um, so where the little point is on that arrow, it caught my nose. So I remember that. And then when I got home later, it was gone. And all I did that day was go to work and come home. And then like I went to my boyfriend's after, but that was later in the day, obviously. So I noticed in the shower and it was sad. Now what I have done, it did kind of suck because I couldn't go shopping, right? Um, I did order, it was from Ben Moss, that one when I, so I did get a discount on it. So like, I'm not too sad. I want to say the ring was like, just under a hundred dollars with my discount. So it really wasn't that expensive, but like I, the reason I'm making a point to like, just like <laughs> the reason I'm making a point to say how much the ring cost is because I said this to someone the other day that I lost a ring that was not as expensive. And he was like, Kate, Katie, like, but it's not expensive for you is not the same as somebody else. Like most people say like, oh, it wasn't expensive. It was like five or 10 bucks. I'm like, okay, I don't know who's buying rings for five or $10, but I, I see what you're saying. Um, it wasn't a little Ardeen's ring. It was a real gold ring, which that really fucking sucked. You guys know I like my jewelry. So that was a fucking blow, blow hard moment. Um, but what I did was I just went and I ordered a Pandora ring because I know that they're like decent quality and I just wanted a simple one. Um, in a size six. Now I haven't gotten it yet, which kind of blows because I feel naked. Uh, my thumb feels naked. But the frustrating part is that I couldn't see it in person and I couldn't try it on because the thing with my fingers being small as fuck, like my ring finger is literally like a three and a half or a three and three quarters or something. A sample size in a store for rings is like six, six and a half. So it's very small. And you typically, if there's diamonds down the band, I think I've mentioned this before, but if you have diamonds going anywhere down the band on a ring, you can only size it up or down within that two size rate like radius because otherwise you're going to fuck up the design of the ring and the diamonds are pretty much going to pop out and you're spending more money to replace diamonds or you know fix the ring all the time and you don't get to wear it so it's not fun so anyways sorry for the rant my point is I wasn't able to try on this ring for my thumb and I didn't want to get a five because I tried on a five of a Pandora ring that I have on that finger and I could not get it passed um, so I'm hoping the six isn't too big and then we have the same issue again um, one, because it won't fit on any other finger on my hand <laughs> and two, because I can't size. That's the thing. You can't size a Pandora ring. It voids the warranty on it. So I just might not have a ring that fits that finger at the moment, but yet again, I will update you guys on that. And I'll say it again. I am very happy that it obviously wasn't, um, you know, one of the thousand plus expensive rings I own, you know, my engagement rings that I buy for myself because I like shiny things. I'm a crow. Um, so that was shitty. Um, but just uh, be conscientious that if you're using a lot of moisturizer, you might do that because AC season is coming around and your jewelry might not fit 
the same as it has in the past. This leads me to my other work story. So it's just been take. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh at this. It's just been takeout right now, obviously. And I had someone literally call and order um, a breakfast, you know, the other day as a takeout. So there's a few ways you can do your takeout, right? So you can do, you can call it in and pick it up, call it in and get princess delivery to deliver it if you're in Kingston. Um, or you can do Uber Eats or skip the dishes. Or we also have what's called Jubsy right now. So there's a few options. Uh, now, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> this girl calls for her takeout order and she's ordering, first of all, she's ordering for like several other people. This is a pet peeve of mine and other people that are taking takeout orders. If you're going to make, if you're going to make an order for several other people, then just know what they're getting and have it ready in front of you. I don't, especially when there's this many modifications on the food, it's really annoying for me to have to keep asking you questions and then have you repeat all the options to someone that's across the room and then have you give me that answer. I had to do this for about five people in one order and it was really frustrating. And I'll tell you why in a moment after I tell you the story. So she calls and I believe it was a meat lover's breakfast. So that's going to come with sausage, bacon, and ham. Delicious. You're going to get two eggs, however you want them cooked. Awesome. And then you get two sides with that as well. So that's like your choice between like small pancakes, toast, uh, upgrade to fruit, baked beans, home fries, right? Okay. So I am expecting you then to know how you want the eggs done and what two sides you want with it. That's not that hard. And if you're ordering this and you know that you're, if someone has told you that they want the meat lover's breakfast, then you know that they have looked at the menu and they know what it comes with. So they're going to have to answer these questions because it says you need to choose these, right? So this girl, this originally just starts this by saying, you know, I want the meat lover's breakfast. Awesome. And then the first question you ask on that is, how did you want your eggs done? I am not kidding you when I say I tried so hard not to laugh when she was like, oh, um, yeah. Oh, I mean, what? How do you guys, what are the options of how to cook an egg? It took me a moment. I was like, Sir, like, what? And she's like, yeah, like, how do you cook an egg? So I had to list to her, like, sunny side up, over easium. Easium, I just put two in together. Over easy, over medium, over hard, poached, scrambled, you know, fried, all those, all that jazz. She's like, oh, and you know, at first I'm thinking I'm going to start by saying scrambled and then, you know, over easy. And she's going to go, oh my God, like, I know, sorry, oh my God, I'm so silly. No, she made me go through all of them and then repeated them to someone in the background who then gave her an answer to which then I put in and then asked, you know, you know, what do you want for the sides? She didn't know that either. So she then had to yell out to the other person what they wanted and then get back to me. I then had to do this for five separate orders. It's just frustrating, okay? Okay, for instance, someone got a deluxe. That comes with all of the sides. So I need to know how do you want your eggs done? Do you want bacon, ham, or sausage? Do you want cheese on the eggs? For your toast, did you want white toast, brown toast, or rye toast? Um, for your pancakes, do you want any blueberries or chocolate chips in there? Do you want any gravy or hollandaise, hollandaise added for the home fries? Do you want to upgrade to fruit or would you like to upgrade to a bagel with butter or a bagel with cream cheese? Like just the fact that there's that many options, that's fine. I don't mind asking you those questions, but to have to go through that for like five people, all of those options and just have someone who's not really caring about like, clearly they were like having a good time. So like, I can't be, 
upset at them for that but it's just like clearly you're like drunk or something and this is just you think this isn't that annoying but I have 50 other things I have to do right now and it's not fun it's the equivalent of if a server goes up to a table and asks if you need a few more moments for food and you say no but then you also make me wait there for five more minutes while you still don't know what you want and you're hemming and hawing over the menu not asking me any questions about it and I have other tables watching me because they need something and I can't leave it's just frustrating If you've worked in the service industry, you know what I'm talking about. So anyways, other than the frustration, that's a whole other point. My point is, how do you not know how eggs are cooked? If you're ordering breakfast, how do you not know how eggs are cooked? (laughs) Anyone? Anyone? No? Okay. Alrighty, well with that, I am going to call it a week, everyone. I'm not going to lie, it's been really hard to stay motivated recently. The heat's been rolling in, I've just been feeling really lethargic and super groggy. Thankfully, my anxiety is not bad recently. It's just been like, I'm just fucking over this COVID shit, I'm not going to lie. Like, every time I feel like I'm taking a step forward, I'm like, man, but I'm blocked by COVID. Like, I just want to go fucking shopping at the mall. I want to go for a fucking tan in a tanning bed. I want to go out to fucking dinner with my fucking boyfriend and with my friends. Like, it's fine. But you know what? We're holding in there. We got this. I love every each. Every each. That makes no sense. I love each and every one of you. And, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. I always appreciate you guys being here for me and supporting the podcast. So thank you very much. And I hope you guys are staying safe out there. I love you all. Anna and Simone say hi. Anna's looking at me. Hi. Now it's hump day. So of course, grab someone you love and give them a hump for me. And let's grab this motherfucking week by the balls, guys. I'll see you next week and make this one a good one.